Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. Glad you're in with us. How you doing, babe? I'm doing good today. Really good? You being true here? Oh, no, I am doing good. It's just, an awesome day, is Just got it? over a cold and feeling right. like um, almost 100%. Good. Glad about that. We're glad to be sharing these truths about marriage with everyone, and mm-hmm. we love what we do, yeah? We do. I know. Really do love it. All right. We are uh, today in part two of a topic or a series that we call Two Are Better Than One. It comes directly from the scriptures in mm-hmm. Ecclesiastes chapter four. And uh, we said, as we said last episode, that these verses really became the foundation of kind of why we began to do what we it do is. Uh-huh. when we jumped into this. So uh, let me just read the passage it comes from just to get familiar with it again. The writer of Ecclesiastes says in chapter four, verse seven, I return, I saw the vanity under the sun. There's one who is alone without companion, neither brother uh, or son, and he has no end to all of his labors, and his eye is uh, satisfied with riches, but he never asks himself, for whom do I toil and deprive myself of good? This also is vanity and a grave misfortune. And then he comes in with this, two are better than one. And this shouldn't surprise Mm-mm. any of us. In Genesis chapter two, again, the Bible says that it's not good that man should be alone. So it goes on and says, why? Why is two better than one? Because they have a good reward for their labor. We talked about the last episode. Mm -hmm. And today we're talking about really what is in verse uh, 10 here. For if one falls or if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up again. I'm so glad I have someone to help lift me up when I <laughs> when fall, because it, it seems to happen a whole lot. Yeah. Falling is familiar territory. It is. For all of us, right? Yep. You don't want to fall, but you do. You get tripped up sometimes. It's true. Okay. So let's talk about falling. Um, the, the bottom line is we fall for really one of three reasons mm-hmm. uh, that I could think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking about it, reading this and getting ready for this episode, and I thought, why do people fall? Usually the reason I fall is because I'm not looking down. There you go. And I trip. We trip. That's that's you number one. You don't do that a lot, but I actually trip and fall. That's because I walk, I think, looking you down. Do. My you head walk is down. looking down. I <laughs> walk looking up. And it's funny because Kenny always, he, he knows that I trip a lot. And so when we're walking, he'll go, now watch out. There's there's a step coming up here. He knows I'm going to probably I'm not her all see the time. it. <laughs> It's true. It's true. I go, no, I see it. I see it. But sometimes I don't. So it's nice to have him watching out for me. So um, that's number one. Uh, We fall when, okay, here we go. Number Mm -hmm. one, when Mm -hmm. we aren't paying attention and we trip, right? Exactly right. And we're going to tell you a story just from our life about that. But uh, number two, the reason we fall, we're just weak. Our, Our legs can't. I remember with Charlene's dear mom, whom we loved and adored, was mm-hmm. just a fantastic asset in my life. But uh, towards the end of her life, trying mm-hmm. to get up out of a chair as she got older, her legs just could not. Support her. Yeah, right. And we were mm-hmm. always scared of a fall. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked so unstable. So sometimes mm-hmm. we fall when, we're, as a result yeah. of just weakness, mm-hmm. right? And then thirdly, uh, people fall when they get literally knocked down by mm-hmm. some outside or external mm-hmm. force. They get knocked to the ground mm-hmm. and fall to the ground. So let's talk about those three things. That's how falls take place. Um, I remember, let, let's talk about when we're not paying attention and we trip. Uh, from my life, and and this was so 
important to have for, for me to have Charlene. And, and as you're listening, what this episode is all about really isn't about why your spouse falls. Right. Or diagnosing yeah. what happened to you, man. Here, I can tell you why you fell. Or how stupid you are that you fell. Right. It's, yeah, or criticizing why they fell mm-hmm. or whatever. The, the high point here, the big idea here is that I am in Charlene's life. The reason two is better than one mm-hmm. is because when she falls, I'm here in her life. Mm-hmm. And when I fall, she's in my life. You're probably married if you're listening to this. You have a wife or a husband. You exist in their life because they're going to fall. Mm-hmm. They're either going to not pay attention and trip on something. They're mm-hmm. going to be knocked down by an outside force mm-hmm. or they're in a, in a weakness. They're going to fall. Right. And those falls come in many ways, but, but you're there. They have you in their life. God has put you in their life to help them up. And these falls aren't necessarily related to sin. No, they can be. Sometimes as a Christian, we think of, oh, someone fell. Right. You think of them, they fell into sin. Right. These aren't what no, we're talking no, about. No, these stories, uh, they, they really aren't about no. that at all. So let's start with my story. This is, I fell uh, in, in my life as a result of simply not paying attention and tripped up, right? Mm-hmm. So this happened over time. It began early in my, in my married life. I just wasn't watching the store closely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am by nature a workaholic particularly once I got in the ministry, which was young in my mm-hmm. 20s, um, being dedicated to it, and as I should have been. But uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch what it was doing necessarily over many years of overcommitment, mm-hmm. um, too many hours at work, uh, gone uh, too much from the house. Uh, I didn't realize what it was doing to my wife. Yeah. I just, I just mm-hmm. was not aware. I was not paying attention where... Uh, a number of times we would have really rough nights, teary, mm-hmm. tear-filled nights till late, early, really early in the morning mm-hmm. of her trying over and over again to explain to me that she feels unimportant to me. Right. Or less important, certainly, than the church mm-hmm. and the people that I was serving, right? Exactly. Kind of abandoned. Yeah. Like, oh, you're going to make it. Yeah. You'll be fine, but these other people really need my right. care. So you're, but you're going to be fine, but yeah. they really need me. Yeah. And it's like, no, I, I really need you. Yeah. This, uh, it really came to a peak when we had a couple children, the church was busy and growing. Mm-hmm. I just found myself pastoring in the middle of a growing time and mm-hmm. busyness. And, and then I decided that I needed an edu- I needed to finish my education. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, kind of backwards on yeah. that one. Huh? <laughs> and I, I don't, after three children, you know, I don't know what. I still to this day don't know what motivated me. I think insecurity about I don't have a degree. I don't have a degree in theology. I don't have a degree mm-hmm. in Christian ministries or right. anything. Right? And it, was, it was back in the day that you d- can't go to online school. Yeah. You have to leave the house yeah. um, on his very few nights off yeah. that he had because he wasn't going to take off time out of work to right. go to school. And we had just had our third baby. He was an infant. And I had three kids under six years old. I was working all day. All day. And we had multiple groups in our home during during the evenings. And, and the nights that we weren't mm-hmm. ministering in our home, I he was decided taking to night go classes, back to school. Which was getting me home around 10. 11 the, o'clock the, the at night. The junior college here in our city is across town. Mm-hmm. So I was getting home around 10 to 10.30 at night. It was, it, it, it was a very trying time. It was, I, I look back now and He I was think, gone all the time. I just... 
I just was not paying Mm-mm. attention. Mm-mm. Uh, I hate to admit it, but I was just that blind. And to a be little honest. stubborn yeah. because I said, why don't you just take one class? And I remember him looking at me saying, well, yeah, I might as well take no classes if I just take one class. It's just not even <laughs> worth it. I'm going, wait a minute. If it's not working out that you take two classes, let's just take one class. We'll get there. And it, Okay, it, now people it, are learning about there is my no, nature. Absolutely <laughs> no compromise. Why don't you come home from work a little bit early because you're taking your class to further your degree and in your in your profession? I can't do that. So um, it was... It was a hard, trying hard time, time in in our marriage. And honestly, Charlene's, uh, babe, your your patience and continually speaking truth into my life, and not you never. I don't remember you ever judging me or criticizing me or well, that, right? I, I might have not been saying you it. were just crying for help. And right. and I was but saying, you were, I can't do you this. would speak to me about it, mm-hmm. and and eventually I got it. Uh, not that I was. Perfect. From I've always battled with uh, kind of a a workaholic mindset, mm-hmm. but um, Charlene helped me get up from that because mm-hmm. I, that was a failure. I was failing, not just falling. Mm-hmm. I was failing at that point. I had to, I ended up eagerly quitting school and mm-hmm. carrying on, and and at times would have to roll back my. Still to this day, roll mm-hmm. have to roll back my schedule, mm-hmm. but to where my priorities are right. And this mm-hmm. is really what Charlene was teaching me the whole time was there's a certain order of of priority mm-hmm. that's appropriate in a man's life and a woman's life. And my family and her particularly was not being held at a high enough priority. And for me, that was a failure. Mm-hmm. So I, I I just tripped. I wasn't aware. I wasn't paying attention. Right. And there was a, a failure in my life that my wife had to walk me through and help me. Mm-hmm. Again, she never, I don't remember ever you being, you were hurt, but it's not very angry hurt. or accusatory very hurt. towards me. Um, people also fall when we're weak. And, uh, uh, here's another story about my life. And then this, the last one will kind of add a story about Charlene's life when it comes to being knocked down by some force. But sometimes our spouses don't fall because they're not paying attention and trip. They fall because of a weakness in their life or, or just being weak at a period of time in their life. And, uh, I've got this one particular arena of my life <laughs> that, <laughs> that has, uh, from time to time, Charlene has had to really encourage me in and and always has been able to do that and get me back on my feet about it where I'm in full faith again. And that has to do with money. Mm-hmm. It has to do with, I, I, well, it's more complex than money. I get, It's not just money. It's Mm-mm. particularly as we've gotten older, have I done enough? Mm-hmm. Uh, to take care of us. Uh, we are in our middle, heading into our late 60s, and we were a little bit late to the party thinking about uh, the days when our earning days would be done and do we have enough. And man, there's been times where she would agree with me, right, babe, that I have just mm-hmm. felt like in a panic, like, mm-hmm. okay, do I, what, do I, what do I need to do? And wringing my hands and fretting about spending so I get tight. <laughs> I, I, was, I was driving with him one time and I, just for conversation, I said, hey, so what's your biggest fear? You know, I'm thinking he's going to say losing me or one of the kids or um, the grandbabies or something along those lines. Because that's, of course, would be mine. And he said, I think that my biggest fear would be not being able to take care of you. And, it's true. And 
and what a failure I would feel like. And I went, wow, that never even, that would never even cross my mind. And I think that wouldn't cross my mind because I always know Kenny would take care of me no matter what. He's proven that over and over and over. He would do anything for me. And um, he goes, just that I would not be able to provide for you. Yeah. And Or that I dropped the ball. I just dropped the ball on it. And um, I I was really shocked by that answer. Yeah. I was really shocked. So for us, she, I can't tell you how many times mm-hmm. uh, Char has had to encourage me mm-hmm. and pick me up and, and help me get some balance back and some faith back that, look, right. the Lord loves us. He's going to take care of us. Yeah. He promises to. Exactly. We just need to serve Him with all of our heart and and put that in His hands and do our best. But the Lord's not going to ever abandon His it, people. And it's nice when you're not weak and you both aren't weak in the same area. Right. That that's not a weakness for me. Now I know my weaknesses, right. and I'm familiar, very familiar. And honestly, money is not one of them. No, she it really has all the faith in the world when it comes to. It's just uh, it's just that. not one that I've had to ever deal with. So I always like to say that I like to make friends with my weaknesses. Mm. So I know where Satan comes to tempt me, mm. and it helps me to verbalize those, especially to my husband. Because he's familiar with my weaknesses, probably even better than me, and he knows how to speak to that. And the same with with Kenny, with the with this mm-hmm. one area that he has felt vulnerable in his whole life, um, or insecure in. I'm able to speak to that, mm. and I think that's neat when the Lord puts two people together. It's awesome that they're, they're, when they're not weak in yeah. the same area. That's just why he says two is better exactly. than one because when I'm weak, mm-hmm. and which other, leads to a fall, right? Right. When right. my faith is is downcrest, mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really struggling in right. faith when it comes to money. Charlene has always been the tool that God uses to to pick you back up, pick me back up, mm-hmm. bring me back to faith, and encourage and strengthen me. Mm-hmm. And and the reality is, again, what we're after here is everyone who's married listening that you realize and own mm-hmm. that you're in that person's life just for that time. Yeah. Not to kick them while they're down. Exactly. And not to say, oh, again, you're yeah. you're going through this yeah. again. Or just, I, just get it together. Buck up, yeah. you know, get your head. This is silly how you're thinking. Yeah. But to actually speak to that and to be the one that God uses to get faith back in their, right. In their heart. Right. And I get love back on their feet. I love that. I wrote, and, and I don't have to be embarrassed about telling you I'm weak here. And yeah. you, you go, that's okay. No. That's okay. That's why I'm in your life. Yeah. I can help you with that weakness. That's why. That's how two is better mm-hmm. than one, man. It is. I wrote down this paragraph, just kind of getting ready for this, uh, this episode. It reads like this. This passage, that Ecclesiastes 4 passage, reveals how we should operate when our spouse falls. We are to help them up. We don't abandon them. We don't accuse them. We don't humiliate or criticize them. We don't judge or scorch them with blame. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't, we're not indifferent to them, nor do we ignore or overlook them. But we devote our strengths, mm-hmm. our resources, and our gifts and capabilities to helping them get back up from their fall and to get on their feet. I, That's why we exist. I, I think of treating you the way that I would want you to treat me Mm. in the same situation. Mm. And as we both have these areas that we are weak in and we will fall and our right. faith will become weak right. and we'll need that encouragement now, this from issue, each other. This issue of weakness is interesting because this mm-hmm. is where moral failures can happen. Mm-hmm. 
where they can occur where someone's faith is so weak. And this can, man, we've seen this test a marriage mightily mm-hmm. when it's led to a lie, a mm-hmm. deception, um, maybe even just the, the horrible wounds that can be caused by pornography or something where in weakness that sin was committed. And man, that's where uh, a marriage really gets tested mm-hmm. and a spouse gets tested mm-hmm. that uh, am I not that I should just endure it silently, but right. but how? What is my role now to help that person whom I love get on their feet mm-hmm. and get standing up again from this fall because they were weak? And, and that's a that's a sinful fall, right? Um, and, and they're probably the hardest to they are they're the overcome hardest, and to deal the, with in and marriage. to speak into right and to come full circle with because then you have to get into the area of forgive repentance and forgiveness yeah and depending on yeah. what it is it's um we we haven't yet harder. had an episode where we deal directly with these moral failures that can mm-hmm. assault a marriage we will uh, but suffice it today to say they happen often because of weakness not because right. a person's evil um, right. if they know Christ there's still weaknesses that prevail in people's lives and this is where a marriage can really get tested but for me my the weakness that came to mind when we began to talk about this was I have always battled maybe the fear of failure mm-hmm. the fear of poverty a lack of uh, a lack of faith yeah and it, and it, and it's something that, that Charlene area. has had to really be patient with but realize she's here in my life to keep me from staying down in that pit when I mm-hmm. fall there and my faith is weak, right? Mm-hmm. So those are two. Uh, we fall when we're not paying attention and we trip. You're, think of your spouse, gang. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a time where he or she fell because they just weren't paying attention to something in their life and they, they got tripped up, mm-hmm. right? Maybe there's a time where in weakness there was a, a fall. They found themselves on the ground. Um, this is where your role in their life was so important and mm-hmm. will forever be important right. as long as you guys are married. And then there's this third issue where uh, we fall down when we simply are knocked down by some outside force. In other words, something just steamrolls your life. It happens to you. You didn't mm-hmm. cause it. It wasn't mm-hmm. something you weren't aware of. And mm-hmm. it 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 came out of nowhere and slams your spouse to the ground. Mm-hmm. And Sharon, I'm going to let you share your story. You've got some church hurt in your past yeah. where it just out of nowhere, you got so wounded mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, and had to be helped up. Yeah, right? it was devastating. And People that I thought were my friends and my, um, o- and they were my oversight. Um, you should have been able to trust. Totally, I did trust them, and to find out that um, they thought differently of me than I thought they did, and then what came out of it right. was devastating. And because of who they were, and the things they said, and then the um, what happened afterwards, right. I ended up, I was working at the church at the time and um, ended up not working there anymore, but still going and having to serve with these people whom I thought loved me and um, thought the best of me to find out that they did not. And it was devastating to me. Yeah, yeah, it was. I I can't even. It was one of the most hurtful chapters. It was the most hurtful thing I've ever been through. Yeah. And. I was tempted in a lot of areas to never even want to go back into ministry right. again because of it. 
I know many of you that are listening, if you've been There's a lot of church hurt church, out in the world. It is. Yeah. It, it it slaps you around. It comes from out of nowhere. You have no clue that this this would have happened to you. Right. And especially by these people that did. Right. You had no clue. And there's a challenge because mm-hmm. if you're if you're not careful and no one's there to help you and speak mm-hmm. hope and encouragement right. and truth right. into you, right. you can you can go in a dark to a dark place where right. you just you, hate the church. You you become very bitter. Yeah. And at that point. I I consider this time that I was I was um knocked down, really knocked down. And the Lord was gracious to me. He did he gave me a, a tremendous amount of faith over it. I just yeah. didn't know how to recover from it. Well, and this is where I felt like I I recovered quick. I understood it. I went through it with her and I certainly mm-hmm. could validate her the wound that mm-hmm. she incurred, but I knew my my role in her life was to help her get back up on her feet. Right, she had fallen. She'd been knocked to the ground, mm-hmm. and 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 most of the time, I remember this time so vividly, though it was many, many years ago. Yeah, this was a long time ago. And I, um, I was in my forties, early forties, and I remember going, Kenny, how is this going to go away? I think of this all my waking moments, mm-hmm. and I'm so devastated and hurt by it. I I cannot believe this happened. And he, I remember him, we were sitting in a car and he looked at me, he goes, you know, one day, hon, you're going to realize you went a whole hour and didn't think about it. Right now you're not. You're thinking yeah, about no, it every no, second. Every moment, every yeah. second of every day. And and he goes, and then you're going to go six hours and, and you're going to realize, wow, I just went six, a whole morning and I didn't think about it. But that might be yeah, two might months be, down the yeah, road. It might be two months, three months. He goes, then you're going to, then you're going to go, wow, I didn't think of it all day long. And he that goes, maybe a year down it, the road. It, it, he goes, he goes, but you're going to get there, right? And I remember that spoke such hope to me that I would not be stuck in this place, right? In this hurt place for the rest of my life because right, I felt like it, I could not get out of it. Yeah. And whatever brings you to a place of devastation and hurt and things done or happened to you that you did not have any part of, right? Um, a death and a death of someone that you love dearly, or these are the things that knock you to the ground. Uh huh. And a health issue, devastating things, and to have someone in your corner continually mm-hmm. speaking into your life, saying God is bigger than this, and He's going to see you through it, and I'm here with you. Two's better I than one, man. I cannot even tell you the comfort it gave me, and the love for my husband to be patient with me because I spoke, I'm sure I wore him out talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. And I'm sure he just is probably in his mind. He's probably thinking, okay, can we get around a corner? Yeah. Can't you, why aren't you around a corner? I'm sure in his mind he thought that, but you know what? He never once was impatient with me. He always, he always let me speak. Now I may okay. Let me back yeah, up. Yeah, okay, you. I may yeah. have less less <laughs> the people listening think I'm some kind of saint. I may have thought those things. Well, I, I'm sure you did think. But those again, things. <laughs> there's this sense. This is what we're advocating here, gang. Mm-hmm. Is that you realize right now today mm-hmm. why you're in that person's life? Mm-hmm. You're there for that day mm-hmm. that they trip and fall, or they are weak, or they get mm-hmm. knocked to the ground. Mm-hmm. Because when two is better than one, because when they fall, right. they have one there right. to pick them up. I'm, I'm, I, well, excuse me. I want to say something. This could happen in a layoff in somebody's job. 
especially the primary breadwinner, this would be devastating. Yeah. And for the other spouse to always speak faith, then we're going to be okay. Yes. It's, we're going to be okay. Instead of you could, you could turn around and go, well, how are we going to make it now? Yeah. I mean, are we going to have to sell the house? Are yep. we going to have to, you know, when you, when you're there, when you come into the situation that your spouse is down on the ground, right? And you fallen. look at them and you look at them, you're going, okay, I have, I can do one or two things. I can kick them while they're down there. Or I can help them to get right back on. up. And they might not be able to get up immediately. Right on. But I can help them get up. First, they're on their knees. And then, you know, they're on their elbows trying to get up. And I'm helping them. And yep. I, I really felt like that you were that to me. How great well, to- Many times you've been that to me. How great to think that we have that place in each other's I lives. I know. And we have that ability that God use, has put you in my life right. for that. Cause, because he loves me. Yeah. I mean, God can do that for me. And he was there with me the whole time. He never left me, right. forsake me, abandoned me. I never felt like God didn't love me. I knew he allowed it. Right. And I accepted what he allowed. Right. I didn't have any distrust in him ever. I, I was just so hurt. Yeah. And you were, you know, to have somebody. Yeah. Yeah. This it, is and, my it, and, it, and it shows you, you look at that person and go, Lord, thank you. Yeah. You uh, you saw this in it, you know, you foreknew what was going to be happening yeah. and you brought a rescue to me yeah. through this person that you gave me. And yeah. it's a, it's a com- very comforting awesome. feeling. It is. Listen to this sentence again. This passage, two is better than one because when one falls, there's a companion to pick them mm-hmm. up. It, it speaks or reveals how we should operate when our spouse falls. That's what it's there for. Mm-hmm. We are to help them up. We don't abandon them, accuse them, humiliate them, criticize them. We don't judge or accuse them. We are not indifferent to them. We do not ignore or overlook them. But we devote our strengths, our resources, and our gifts and capacities to helping them get back up from their fall mm-hmm. and get on their feet. Mm-hmm. Man, if every couple, if you take that on yep. when you see your spouse fall, and they fall, fall for many reasons. Sometimes right. it's weakness. Sometimes they're just knocked down. And sometimes they just weren't paying attention and they trip. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, you're able to do that for your spouse. This is true. Every time. We've seen it over and over again. We have seen it again. through the power <laughs> of the Holy Spirit. It's not in your flesh that you can do these things. True it's that. You look at You look at this person with different eyes. You look at him as God looks at him. Yeah. And you're his helper now in yep. their life. It's who he That's brought awesome. to them awesome. for this day and this time. And it's... It's really kind of cool. It's it. it is think great. That we could be God's helper in someone's well, life when they're down. It's powerful. Because some people fall down and they have no one to help them to up. To help them up. Listen to this passage. We'll close with this. We're at the end of our time. This is from Romans 15, verse 1. Now, we who are strong ought to bear the weaknesses of those who are without strength and not just please ourselves. Each of us is to please his neighbor for his good and to his edification. A couple verses down. Uh, the apostle prays, and this is what he prays. Now may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you to be of the same mind with one another according to Jesus Christ. So the God who's given you perseverance and encouragement are to be that Mm -hmm. to your spouse, so that with one accord you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, accept one another 
just as Christ also accepted us to the glory of God. Don't you? I, I lo- love that. I love the Lord so much. <laughs> I do. I love his word and I, I love- So encouraging. I just love how he's so practical and he knows what we go through. He knows we're yet just sinful yeah. people that just need just need him in our lives. And then he's given us people around us to, to help us when we fall. Hands in his feet. <laughs> and I I just I love that that I don't feel like I'm left here yeah. alone on this world trying to all alone. Get it get it right. Yep. I I need help. So take it to heart, gang. You can be that to one mm-hmm. another. And uh, we pray that you do. And not right? just to your spouse, too. Too. And wherever you go. Wherever you go. Right. Wherever you're mm-hmm. in community, yep. that's what you can be to other people. Yeah, I love that. All right. Hey, God bless you guys. Thanks for being with mm-hmm. us this episode. Can't wait till next time. Yep. See you later. Bye-bye.